Hi, this is Dr. Meg Hayworth, holistic psychologist and nutrition strategist, and you're listening to Get Well Soon podcast series, the show that explores how to heal yourself with food and the power of the mind. Hi, everybody. This is Dr. Meg Hayworth, best-selling author of Get Well Now, Healing Yourself with Food and the Power of the Mind. And I offer holistic wellness solutions for abuse survivors with chronic illness. Wait, what? Yes, there is a connection between the two, as evidenced by the Adverse Childhood Experiences Study. It's the largest public health study ever done. Uh, Go to meghayworth.com and download the free ACE quiz, and my ebook, 10 Steps to Overcoming the Effects of Victimization, that gives you proven mind-body medicine solutions to help you release the emotions that are making you sick. Um, There's also a recipe book, and that's in line with uh, what we're going to be talking about today. Um, We're going to be talking with someone who's very special to me. Um, She's just an outstanding human being and a beautiful soul. And what she does is making this world a much better place to live in. And she comes to it from her own history of healing herself with food and her own powerful heart. So please welcome to the show, Liana Warner Gray. Hi, Meg. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. Very excited to be here. Yay, I'm so excited. I wanted to just, you know, share with the audience a little bit about you and what you've done. Now, The Earth Diet, That's that's been your first book. And it's, it was a major international bestseller. Um, and it it was uh, it started from your blog in 2009 because you were trying to avoid junk foods like gluten, dairy, soy, refined sugars, the stuff that people hear me talk about over and over and over again that are really hard to cut out, right? Or at least we yeah. keep telling ourselves it's hard. It's actually not. It's really not right. what we learn. Right. Um, so anyway, so it started with that. And then you had a major wake-up call at 21 years old. Can you um, let people know a little bit about that wake-up call? Yes. So um, so this was 10 years ago. And, you know, now, um, thanks to all of, all of this that we'll talk about, I live in a completely blissful state of health. But 10 years ago was a completely different story. So I ended up in hospital at the end of age 21 with a golf ball sized tumor in my throat, a 3.7 centimeter tumor. And I was diagnosed with early stages of cancer. And I knew deep down in my heart that I caused it myself because of my diet. Mm -hmm. Um, Because five years prior to that, I started to eat junk food and I became very addicted very fast. And I basically trashed my body for five years and just ate the worst foods every single meal. I mean, I had gummy bears for breakfast. I would eat pizza, McDonald's, KFC. And, you know, I was just in a major vicious cycle of addiction and, um, yeah, so that was my wake up call that made me change, you know, change everything. It it forced me to surrender as well and and just say I don't have control of this and this addiction is controlling me. Mm. Like what can I do? What what's something bigger than me that's going to help pull me out of this and truly transform my life? Um because I was really just sick of it. I was sick of suffering. Yeah. I was suffering so much in my body. My emotional state was suffering and my thoughts were were terrible and also causing me suffering. So I was just ready to 
you know, to end that part of my life and start a new, a whole new life. Wow. That's an incredible story. When you think about five short years um, and that's how little time it takes to create a golf ball sized tumor in your neck. I mean, that's a small amount of time because prior to that, what was your diet like? Well, I grew up in Outback Australia in Alice Springs. So I started off very healthy and my parents were great, very natural. And I had a very indigenous rich upbringing. So my school was half Aboriginal, half white people. And so we were taught a lot of the indigenous history and Aboriginal their ways. And basically Mm -hmm. what they taught us was that if you can eat from the land, if you can go out to your own backyard and pick your own fruits and vegetables and nuts and seeds and, you know, pick your own food, that is going to help support your life Mm -hmm. and you'll be healthy forever. And they weren't living in excess. They were very harmonious with the earth. They would only take what they needed. Uh You know, they they didn't overeat. There was no need to. It was just like they just ate what they needed to keep going. So that was still... Yeah, that's yeah. a key thing that we learn when we when we begin to eat foods that nourish our bodies is that we just don't need as much of, you know, like the the Doritos. You know, once you start eating those, you can't stop one. They've got flavor enhancers, MSG, all kinds of stuff in them yeah. that are have addictive properties for you know physically. Um, yeah, but they also don't yeah. have nutrition. So, and that's the one of the main things that you've learned is is just about nutrient dense foods. And um, I, you know, I want to talk a little bit about what's going on today because you have a new book that's coming out. Um, it's actually out. It's in pre sale, and you can go ahead and um, and look it up now. But this book, I you sent it to me. It's one of my favorite things about being an author and and working with people that are as amazing as you is I get all these great books. I have this massive library. (laughs) So, um, but this book is fantastic. Um, You're now a celebrity chef. You're on mainstream media a lot, including ABC, NBC, Fox News. Um, You develop recipes for your favorite brands. You're um, a resident health and nutrition coach for complete wellness in New York city. Um, every Wednesday, <laughs> I'm in your brand ambassador and influencer. So in the last 10 years, you've done a lot, <laughs> you yeah. know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's true. You've done a lot. And one of your big, um, uh, supporters is, um, Dr. Mark Hyman, who wrote the foreword, um, to, uh, this latest book. Can you tell people about your latest book and, uh, you know, what it's called and just a little bit about it? Yes, for sure. So, um, okay. So guys, it's, um, it's called cancer free with food and the concept is being cancer free. I'm going with the hashtag cancer free world this year because <sighs> I really want to, um, you know, just gather all of us up that are really really encouraging this message that food is medicine and even if someone chooses chemo or radiation they can still look at their nutritional part and of course someone should always look at their diet if they have cancer even if they're going through conventional treatments you know we just have to have a healthy diet that's just what we need to do if we're human beings you know so um the book is just about embracing like what foods have been proven scientifically to 
literally kill cancer cells and reduce tumors. Mm -hmm. So I was so excited to research this for a long time and just find out like what foods have been studied the most, what have been the most effective. And I put together the top 15 list of foods that are the most powerful in killing cancer cells in the world and so that's in the book and number one is broccoli sprouts for example mm. so um broccoli sprouts have been studied a lot uh-huh. john hopkins have studied it a lot and they've injected sephorophane which is a compound in broccoli sprouts into mice and people with tumors of cancer and all of their tumors get dissolved all of them shrink every single one So, you know, that's a no-brainer if you have cancer to start incorporating broccoli sprouts today and drink it in the form of a greens powder. There's some dried greens powder with broccoli sprouts. That's an easy one. You can mix that with a cup of water and drink that hourly. If you have cancer, drink that hourly. If I was diagnosed with cancer today, that's something that I would do would be to drink it daily. And then, of course, get it fresh and put it in your soups and salads and juices and smoothies as well. Okay. And then where do people get things like get the broccoli sprouts and do they need to be organic? Well, yeah. I mean, ideally everything should be organic. And I do talk about that in Cancer Free with Food because any fruits and vegetables that that are conventional are unfortunately sprayed with pesticides from when they're seedlings, which means that the pesticide seeps into the seed. And so the fruit and vegetable grow and it's it's growing with pesticides. So we can't just wash off the pesticides because it's in the compounds of the fruit and vegetable. That's unfortunate, but... We just really need to stick to an organic uh, diet. I love that. I love that you explained it that way because I think a lot of people think that they just, you know, spray them on the plants and you can just wash it off. It's just not the truth. It's not. I wish it was, but it's not. And, you know, organic fruits and vegetables can seem to cost more, but we can go to the farmer's market. That helps. Mm -hmm. And then, um, you know, if, if you're really on a tight budget, you can always ask for donations and stuff like that for organic fruits and vegetables as well. But um, definitely we need to to get organic broccoli sprouts. And they're yeah. actually in Whole Foods and they're in health food stores. They're, they're quite commonly sold, although we just don't really notice it if we're not like shopping for them regularly. Because when I first read about it, I was like, where do I get them from? And I found out they're in Whole Foods and, Bro- and Westerly Market. <laughs> like they're everywhere. You can even order them online or you can grow them yourself. That's the best part. You can even grow them in your own apartment. They don't need that much sunlight and they're, yeah, they grow really well. Okay. And where can people get seeds for them so they can grow them? You can just look on Amazon for seeds, actually. Just type in broccoli sprout seeds and they'll come up. Yeah. And then the greens powder that I use is fresh greens with the broccoli Yay. sprouts. Um, yeah. yeah. So I know, I know you know, Meg, you know fresh greens as well. So and that's, um, it's fresh greens with a pH because it's all about having an alkaline pH level. So it's fresh pH, um, fresh greens. Yeah. 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 That's a great product. Great company. Our friend Howard Hoffman owns that. Um, and he's so dedicated to, um, to really having the most pure whole foods possible. So yes. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely we're all in that, that same camp. So, okay. So broccoli sprouts is one of the top foods. Um, and what are, can you give us another top food that people would want to incorporate into their diets to prevent and to help heal cancer? 
for sure. Yeah. So number two is turmeric, um, but number nine and number 10, I'm very excited about like number three, four, five is like, it's broccoli, it's cauliflower, it's blueberries, you know, those are great as well. But check this out. Number nine is cacao powder. All the chocolate uh, lovers will be very happy about that one. And then mm. number 10 is tiger nuts. Mm. So um, yeah, I, I loved um, that they've had so much studies on cacao powder mm-hmm. and tiger nuts. And so let's look at tiger nuts for a second then. So tiger nuts being number 10, they've got some great studies on tiger nuts, how they help with liver function and they help to detox the liver. So this is great if someone's going through chemo and radiation Uh to help support the liver during that, because the, when we're, if someone's doing chemo radiation, all the toxins are coming out into the cells. And so the liver has a really hard time during this time. So helping the liver as much as possible is, is very wise. So with tiger nuts, they're a root vegetable. Mm -hmm. They originate from Africa. The Africans were living on them for a long time as a source of fiber and potassium. Mm -hmm. And they grow in the ground, very similar to a potato or an onion or a garlic. And you pull them out of the ground and you can eat them raw or you can let them sun dry. And they got their nickname tiger nuts from our paleo ancestors, but Mm -hmm. they're not actually a nut. It's a root vegetable. They just look like little tiger nuts. So they have a quite interesting appearance, as you can imagine. Uh-huh. Um, and they are just a great superfood. So I was on Robert Scott Bell's show yesterday and I was we were eating them on air. So you can just eat them whole and raw as they are. But my favorite way to use them is to blend them with some water and it makes a beautiful, thick, creamy, naturally sweet tiger nut milk. Oh, nice. So yeah, so that's really luscious and that's great for someone who's going through cancer treatments who perhaps can't eat solid meals. They can just drink the tiger nut milk. And also okay. tiger nuts have the same amount of iron as red meat, which is just epic for vegans <sighs> and vegetarians. Great. And for iron deficients like myself, you know, who have issues with anemia. So Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. So um so tiger nuts though, you so you can do them with milk. You can eat them raw. You can put them in your smoothies. Um, isn't there a tiger nut flour you can make baked yes. goods with? Yes. So um, the tiger nut flour I actually made today on Dr. Joffrey's Facebook Live. So I made some cookie dough. There's a cookie dough recipe in my new book, and that you you know that uses tiger nut flour. So it's a nut-free, gluten-free cookie dough recipe that's super high in iron and potassium and fiber and just delicious. I love the tiger nut flour. It makes such a great consistency for brownies and cookies and anything that calls for flour, you can use tiger nut flour. Oh, fantastic. So is it something that you can just substitute like brown rice flour and for tiger nut, tiger nut for brown rice or something like cup for cup? Yeah. Yep, exactly. Cup for cup. Exactly. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, that's great. So it's not so heavy that it just makes things too dense to handle. Right. It's not heavy like almond flour and brown rice flour is is much like heavier than tiger nut flour. It's lighter. So yeah, it's a great one to to replace any recipe that calls for flour. In addition to the cancer healing foods, I love the way that you've organized it, first of all. Um and uh, one of the things you talk about is the food upgrade mindset. And I love the way that you worded this, because this is the thing that is so critical. Can you talk about what that mindset is and how can we adopt it? 
Yes. So the upgrade mindset is basically what completely saved my life and changed my, my health. So, um, and just to go back to my, my story in case people are wondering, because I realized we didn't like complete that. So I grew up the outback, very healthy, right? But then I moved to the city. And for those five years, that's when I was eating all of the junk food. And then after the five years, that's when I landed in hospital with the tumor. So once I surrendered and was like, okay, I can't afford to eat like this anymore. Um, that's when I, um, you know, you know, that saying we ask and we receive, it's so, so true. If we ask enough, we definitely receive eventually. So finally, one day I got the answer I was looking for. I literally just had this idea to go back to nature, go back to my roots and create a challenge to eat only foods that come straight from earth for 365 days. So that's what I did. Yeah. And that's when I started the earth diet blog, which is what got me started into writing books and getting published. So in the blog, I, I talked about the upgrade system and I said, from here on, every time I have a craving, I'm going to think, okay, how can I eat this in the most natural way possible? So this is the upgrade mindset. And this is what I teach patients at Complete Wellness, um, where I work Mm -hmm. as a health and nutrition coach. So once people have the upgrade mindset in their mind, they're good to go forever. They can navigate their way around the world and always be healthy. So the upgrade Mm -hmm. mindset is like, okay, I'm craving cookies. So how can I eat that in the most natural way possible? And you might be at work, you might be at home, it could be a weekend, it could be a busy time. So we take into all of that it's a very personal like approach so say if you're out and you're super busy and you're like I need cookies and it's like okay well can I go without them oh, yeah I can you know what I'll just have a green juice instead but some people are like heck no I'm gonna have cookies no matter what so the best option would be okay um I'll upgrade so instead of me going to 7-eleven and getting like the worst kinds of cookies with wheat and sugar and dairy and soy and preservatives and all those cancer-causing ingredients instead of that we can say okay let me order some or go to an organic store and buy an upgraded version so we might find ones like simple mills for example those are great those are actually made with almond flour and tiger nut flour those are at whole foods health food stores those are on vitacost those are gluten-free dairy-free you know they're sweetened with coconut sugar so that Mm -hmm. is an example of an upgrade because that kind of cookie is way, way less dangerous and toxic than the conventional cookies and even provides the body with some nourishment with some of the ingredients in there. But then we can take it a step further and say, well, the highest upgrade is always to make it ourselves at home. So making our own food at home because we all we all have healing power in our hands and the most nourishing Mm -hmm. meal is made with our own hands and um, feeding it to ourselves taking care of ourselves that way. And I, you know, I love that um, saying where, you know, if we cut ourselves like our arm and we start bleeding, the first thing we do is put our hand there and, you know, we want to stop the bleeding or even if we just, even if we just scratch it or we bump it and there's going to, you know, it feels like, ouch, that hurts. We always put our hands because our hands have healing energy. It's the first contact that we have when something hurts. So we definitely want to use our own healing energy for our own food. So the highest upgrade is like, okay, I'll make my own cookie dough at home. So today, for example, I made the cookie dough from the cancer-free recipe book and it's tiger nut flour it's maple syrup some people can use dates if they don't want to do maple syrup so tiger nut flour maple syrup i use the hue kitchen chocolate 
and I crush them up into to make chocolate chips, chocolate chunks. So that has no dairy and um, it's sweetened with coconut sugar. And then I put mm-hmm. some vanilla. I put some Redmond real salt in there. So that's like actual real sea salt, like mm-hmm. great minerals. And yes. and I put some sun butter, some sunflower seed butter, which made it so creamy and delicious and just like, whoa, it was just cookie dough. You just eat it right there on the spot. That's so healing. And that cookie dough is actually very nutrient rich. And also mm-hmm. in the book, I put the nutritional breakdown. So I put all of not just the calories, protein, and carbs, but I also put how much vitamin C and magnesium and potassium and iron, oh, vitamin E great. and vitamin D. Um, a recipe has so um, so you that's can see so that. valuable. Just you know, really think about how valuable that is because food is really the best way to get your body also to absorb nutrients. So yeah, um, and, so and I- actually, mm-hmm. go ahead. Oh, the cookie dough recipe, for example, is 53.9 mgs of magnesium and 42.8 mgs of calcium. So um, it's cool just to see, like, wow, okay, I'm getting so many nutrients from eating cookies. Yes, and calcium and magnesium are both needed together to help you absorb it. So, um, oh, that's really, I love that. And I love your, um, actually, even your um, supplement section of the book is really food based. Um, and I was just so impressed with that and so happy to see that because, you know, a lot of times you'll see a supplement section saying, you know, this brand, that brand, and a lot of supplements are actually synthetic mm-hmm. um, and they're actually not that good for you. So um, the, can you talk a little bit about your supplement section? For sure. Yeah. So basically I, I'm, yeah, I talk about foods as supplements that people can buy in supplement form. Um, one of my mm-hmm. favorite is the aloe, aloe vera juice. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's a food and we can grow up our own aloe vera and just cut the fillet and add them to smoothies, which is excellent. Or right. we can buy aloe vera juice, like fresh frozen online. And that's a great protocol for people with cancer because that helps to regenerate the gut and just hydrate the body from the inside out. And mm-hmm. aloe vera is also an anti inflammatory so super great Great. for people with cancer another one is that i have in there is colloidal silver so Mm -hmm. the brand that i use is sovereign silver and i do a protocol the aloe and silver protocol so basically Mm -hmm. you drink aloe vera juice and silver together for two to six weeks and it completely restores the intestines it's incredible the amount of testimonials there online yeah it's it's awesome that's great so is so you're saying then that like somebody with leaky gut for instance would Mm -hmm. it would help to heal the the junctures and the the gut lining exactly a lot of people with leaky gut are are doing the the aloe and silver protocol um yeah because how much mm -hmm. how much of each do you recommend and like is it just one a day or yeah, so you do one ounce of silver and one ounce of aloe juice combined three times a day, 45 minutes before food, and you just do that for um, two to six weeks. And, yeah, it's so helpful for leaky gut and also helpful for anyone who wants to prevent cancer or has cancer because they say, you know, a lot of disease stems from the gut. That's where we store all of our emotional 
stuff. So it makes sense. Yes, that's the stuff I work with is the emotions. And it is amazing how people often go right to the gut, the stomach, Mm-hmm. In the heart, those three places are the main places where I see a lot of emotional storage. Um, so yeah, so and these things will help detox those parts of the body and and support them to heal itself, which is one of the beautiful things about the medicine that you have in your book, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so you also have so many recipes. <laughs> you have some recipes from some famously known doctors like uh, Dr. Oz. Um, uh, and then uh, uh, just all these great um, uh, immune boosting juices and um, nut milks, seed milks, milkshakes. <laughs> uh, because that's one of the things I love about you and in your recipes is that you make food fun, you make it delicious, you make it easy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so, and then there's detoxing teas. And um, what are some of the recipes that you want to kind of highlight and let people know about? Um, well, I mean, yeah, they're all, they all kind of work together. Like you said, the immune boosting juices and smoothies are super important to have um, just to get that base level of nutrition every day. And it also helps to rebuild the body really quickly. So when I was going through my healing, so after I, you know, committed to eating only natural foods for a year, I started juicing and I had up to six juices a day because I knew that I needed to basically overdose my system on nutrition because it was so nutritionally deprived for so many years. So the quickest way for us to do that on planet earth is to drink juice because it goes straight into our cells, straight into our system. We don't have to, our body doesn't have to use energy to break it down. It just absorbs that nutrition so quickly and um, it bypasses that whole digestive system because it just goes straight into the cells. So juicing is key, key. So I definitely want people to check out the juicing section. And if you, you know, if you have cancer, juicing for sure at least one a day at least you know I had six and that helped a lot so um and after three months the tumor was completely dissolved by the way so it took three months to dissolve that yeah and some people less time some people more but basically I wanted to create my body as an environment that could not hold a tumor anymore and that was just mm-hmm. hospitable to cancer. So I created such a healthy alkaline body that any tumors that were sticking would be forced to leave and just be dissolved out of my system. Yeah, which is, and I, the the third, the 90 days, um, the three months is, it takes 90 days for your body to regenerate itself. So for cell tissue change to happen. So the fact that you had that, it's gone in 90 days is not an unusual amount of time for that to occur. So I just want people to kind of know that what's possible in three short months, you know? Wow. Yeah, I love that. Um, yeah. That's yeah. Good it's really powerful. So you like you regenerate a new liver, liver every 90 days. So if you cut out a lot of the offending foods, um, which, you know, you, we touched on a little bit in here, um, but you, talk about some of the things that really do affect and feed and create cancer that help cancer to form in your body. And um, so what are some of those foods that you would um, tell people that they, if they have cancer, 
do not eat. Yeah, do not eat. So this is the stay away from list. So this is like the top 15 most toxic foods on the planet. And I had fun researching this because I loved finding like scientific evidence that show that these foods are really bad as much as mainstream mm -hmm. media will try and suppress these studies because, you know, mainstream mm -hmm. media is set up to support very toxic foods because they're the foods that make the most money. So yeah. number one on the list is not really a surprise, but it's refined sugar. So white sugar, corn syrup, brown sugar. So that's like the number one thing to cut and cancer just feeds off sugar. So, um, and yeah. there's no reason for us to eat refined sugars these days when we have all these other natural sugars. So rather than eating white sugar and corn syrup, look at what nature's creating or perhaps, you know, the sugars that God wanted us to eat in the first place, which is fruits. And we have dates as, you know, honey, maple syrup, mm. stevia, so many great natural sweeteners that the body can actually tolerate and taste really, really good. So definitely. Yeah. And are also higher in nutrition because they'll have vitamins and minerals and things that the body yeah. needs. Yes, exactly. Like white sugar has no nutrition at all. It's just complete poison. So yeah. That one has to go. And a few other interesting ones on the list. Um, like I mentioned, I've got the top 15 list, but another one is microwaved food. And that's one that not a lot so of people. Important. Um, yeah. So a lot of people just, you know, will just won't really think about it. They'll just go and heat something up, but microwave is a form of radiation. And so, you know, we don't want to eat foods that are radiated. <laughs> it just makes yeah. you feel low energy and drained. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, just the, the most, most people know that, well, you probably shouldn't stand near your microwave while, while it's in motion, you know, while it's on. It's like, well, wait a minute. You're actually going to then consume the food that out of the machine that you were told not to stand near, like, Hello. <laughs> right, like, you know? Don't eat it if you're not meant to stand in front of it. Um, and also, <laughs> the World Sorry. Health Organization, they actually classified microwave radiation as class 2B possible carcinogen. So they're finally wow. like acknowledging that it's a carcinogen and they've proven that carcinogens cause cancer. So, um, wow. Yeah. I don't know what the classes are for. Um, for World Health Organization in terms of like what a class 2B means. Do you know the specifics on that? I don't know enough to really to speak on it. All I know is that it is, um, it, it's, it's a bad carcinogen basically. Like yeah. A, yeah. Um, yeah. That glyphosate, the active ingredient in Roundup that's used on every conventional crop that you mentioned earlier is the pesticides and herbicides that they mm -hmm. use. Um, yeah, that's another carcinogen, uh, or they always say probable carcinogen, um, but it just means that there's plenty of links that took them years and years of research to finally say, you know what, this is a problem. Yeah, and it just means that they're controlled by the medical mafia, mafia, and the whole. Mm. You know, they, they, that's why they're saying possible carcinogen, and you mm. know because we, you know, the system of the world right now is that those people have the money, so you know they're really holding back what a lot of people can say for now until more mm -hmm. of us stand up and you know support 
support this movement as food as medicine and not to say don't you do yeah. chemo radiation surgery but definitely incorporate the diet factor as well because it's it's been abandoned for so long yes yeah and look into options you know if and also i always say that if your doctor tells you that food has nothing to do with your illness especially cancer run out the door and find another doctor. There are a lot of doctors out there that understand differently. Um, you know, of course what you put in your body makes a difference. So Yeah, of course. That doesn't that's not rocket science for sure. No, it's, it's just common knowledge. Right, common sense, right? Yep. <laughs> so um okay so yeah so so those foods that you talked about to to stay away from um gluten and dairy we mentioned as well that's those are two of the top um inflammatory foods that we know of and we see them every single diet i ever read and i'm like obsessed with this stuff you know like i'm reading isabella wentz's book and for hashimoto's and it's like no gluten, no dairy. <laughs> Just got these charts in there. Um, and that's 25 years ago what I learned that I needed to remove from my diet to heal the chronic conditions that I had. So um, so I just want to keep reiterating that those are really important to cut out of the diet. Um, so you have also all of these great like detoxing teas and um, you have easy breakfasts and energizing lunches, healing dinners dressings I think a lot of people kind of get stumped on dressings you know because mm -hmm. um, there's so many yeah salad dressings can you just actually can you talk about salad dressings and why most yes. of the ones on the market should not be consumed right well the ones on the market are I mean they're crazy they have genetically engineered oils and they're loaded with sugar white sugar to that's the easiest way for for them to sell a product is like just load it with sugar because it's sweet and they figure like everyone will like it but those salad dressings are so toxic so in mm -hmm. chapter 14 it's super salads and delicious dressings so the base for a great salad dressing is olive oil and lemon and that's it mm. all you need some olive oil and mm. lemon and then you can add to that all other kinds of ingredients to make it very unique so you could add honey to make it like a sweet mm. dressing if you want a sweet one you could add some orange juice you can add grapefruit juice you can add seeds like chia seeds you can add pumpkin seeds you can add um, mm. sunflower seeds as well um, to your dressing you can add some garlic some ginger but yeah the base is just olive oil and lemon and just mixing that that together and putting that over salad that's super healthy that's very mediterranean uh-huh it's so simple yeah. <laughs> you know it's so easy just to have those things around the house you know mm -hmm. um, and you can use them for so many things in, in the, the recipes that you have so um, so yeah, so dressings, that's a really important piece that I know a lot of people ask about, um, or soups and broths and, um, oh, you also talk about, uh, fish and meat eaters because you don't say, don't stop eating. Can you talk a little bit about that? Um, because mm -hmm. a lot of people think that the vegan diet is the only diet to use for, uh, cancer care. Right. Yes. So that is a very controversial subject and, 
Some people say if you have cancer, you know, you have to go raw vegan. And that just doesn't work for everyone. It just doesn't. And I'm mostly Mm -hmm. plant-based myself. I would say I'm 85% plant-based. I mostly eat vegan food. But every now and then I do incorporate some grass-fed beef or organic chicken or wild fish if I feel like my body could really use that. And so when I first found out I had the tumor I tried to go raw vegan because I thought that's the way to do it you know that was that whole like juice eat raw vegan foods fast and by the end of day two I was worse I felt so weak I my body was really tense and Mm -hmm. I just felt like the tumor was hardening it was not a good feeling so the naturopath I was working at the time said okay that doesn't work for you we need to pivot so let's have you do some soups and warm foods and cooked foods and incorporate some meats as well so that ended up working for me and that was a great balance and that's great so so that's actually you touched on something really important there because I think a lot of people think that you you have to sort of suffer and have all these detox reactions when you shift your diet to real food and I don't agree with that one right Um, me neither yeah yeah. so you know there is a detox um, period that happens but it shouldn't feel torturous that's something I learned because I um, I had so much to detox out of my body, but the day I started on the Earth diet, you know, when I started the blog, I felt so happy mm-hmm. and elated. It was I felt so happy in my mind as well, and it was exciting. I was like, oh, cool! I can make my own chocolate peanut butter cups and enjoy those and eat those. And I, so I was detoxing my body at the same time as eating chocolate and cashew cheesecake <laughs> and chicken nuggets with turmeric and sea salt and I was juicing at the same time so I was detoxing but I was putting in so much nourishment so it was making me feel strong and I was getting all the vitamins I needed so we should feel better from our food you know if food is medicine we should start to feel better immediately if we're not feeling better from the food we're eating then we're eating the wrong things and also just Mm. because something is natural say for example mushrooms mushrooms are natural they have so many health benefits but they are not for every single person they just don't resonate with every single person so you have to find the natural foods that are nutrient rich that work for you the most but yeah in terms of going vegan meat eater you really have to check in with yourself and say you know, do I need to go vegan for three months? Because a lot of people it does work really well for. And in Ayurveda, it's the bigger body types that it works for. And if you are overweight or obese, you really can get away with eating vegan, raw vegan for a while because it will really help to aerate your body and help to get circulation going and to move that move that weight. But um, naturally, I'm a smaller frame. So me going raw vegan is a terrible idea. So I was just yeah me too yeah. I, could, I tried it oh my gosh it just made me sicker mm-hmm. so yeah so yeah so it is important to to know that you don't have to suffer when you're detoxing from these um cat- these awful diseases you know Hmm. yeah exactly and you don't have to go vegan if that doesn't feel right but definitely incorporate more plants for sure and mm-hmm. some people it does work to go completely vegan to heal so you really just have to check in with yourself yeah I totally agree with that one um so you also have like uh sauces and, and uh sides and snacks snacks is a big one that people mm-hmm. ask me about all the time can you uh, give listeners some um, delicious snacks that they could have um, mm-hmm. to help them prevent and heal cancer 
Yes, cool. Well, you know, naturally I want to start with the sweet snacks since those are my favorites. But um, yes, you do have a sweet tooth, <laughs> yeah, but, and a lot of people do, you know. Yeah, and having yourself set up for success like is looks like having your own snacks in your fridge and your freezer always on hand, so that if a craving does hit, that you don't feel tempted to go out and eat something from Seven uh, Eleven or something terrible. So that um it's really wise to make sure you have those like when i was going through my healing i always had cookie dough on hand chocolate peanut butter cups chocolate brownies always in the fridge and freezer ready to go if i had like that craving so um don't worry i definitely have so many of those recipes in the book for you if you have a sweet tooth Um, but also doing things like a protein bar as a snack is is really great and you could use the tiger nut flour or almond flour for a snack, you could also do fruit leathers, which is just dehydrated fruit, like cherries with blueberries or apple, apricot. And that comes out to be a fruit leather that you can squish up into balls and make like really natural gummy bears. I love that one. Oh, okay. Cause you loved gummy bears. So. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah. Replacement. Yep. And then also other great snacks or things like savory snacks or things like hummus. Um, guacamole is great. And then you can have that with vegetables, some raw cucumber, some celery with the guacamole and the hummus. Carrots. You can add some turmeric to the hummus and make it super anti-cancer. So um, nice. yeah, so that's a really good one. As well, and also just things like stuffing olives. You could stuff some olives with some hummus as well. Um, you could do fermented vegetables and just have them in always on standby in the kitchen. Um, you could also steam some artichokes. That's a really great snack slash meal. But if you want like a light meal, you could just steam some artichoke hearts and enjoy that with some sea salt. Fantastic. Oh my gosh, so many wonderful suggestions. Um, So thank you so much for being on here. Can you tell uh, listeners how how they can get your book and follow you and your work? Yes. So you can follow on my work. Um, if you just Google Liana Werner Gray, my name or the earth diet, it'll, all my social handles will come up. I'm on Instagram, Facebook, pretty much every day. Um, love interacting with you guys on there. If you have any questions, let me know. And then Mm -hmm. my book comes out on the 23rd. So cancer free with food on the 23rd of April. So up until then I'm doing a pre- pre-order bonus gift. So if you pre-order the book on Amazon and Barnes and Noble, then go to cancerfreewithfood.com and just check out the bonuses I've got there. So when you pre-order the book, you get a six video digital course from me, as well as a couple chapters that were deleted from the book since the book ended up to be so big we had to cut in half so I didn't want those chapters to go to waste so now we have them as bonus material and that includes things like a shopping guide and also an a to z guide of all the natural cancer treatments known on earth oh that's fantastic I love that so yay thank you so much for being on here I learn so much from you every time I talk to you oh thanks so much for having me Meg you're awesome Yeah, you're welcome. So listeners, thank you for listening to Get Well Soon. And please just take a moment to write a review and leave it on iTunes. It's so super simple to do on your podcast app on your smartphone. 
where you just subscribe to this podcast. So this is Dr. Meg Hayworth. Thank you so much. And I hope that this information will help you get well now. For more information, go to meghayworth.com to sign up for our email list, get your free copy of five anti-inflammatory on-the-go lunch recipes, and access to our private Facebook community. Thank you so much for listening.